Welcome to Binge Along with the old theme song. Um, I'm Cody Lunsford. I'm Kelsey. And we talk about shows one season at a time. Um, we binge through them a couple episodes at a time. Um, there's probably a more like concise way to describe what we do, but I'm normally not very good at that. Yeah, I tried to explain it to my mom last week, and she was just like, so like... You just watch Pokemon? <laughs> no. But, no. yeah. Also, at the same time, sort of. Yeah. Um, but we are currently watching the television program Nashville. We're talking about episodes five through seven today. We're kind of at an accelerated pace, um, like accelerated reader. Because I just wanted to watch more episodes each week. Exactly. Um, We'll see if the three episodes stay consistent. We have a bunch of holidays coming up, which is what we're trying to, you know, work around. Yeah. Um, Because we are like everyone. We need to celebrate holidays. Um, All right. Well, Kels, you want to just hop in this dang pickup truck and take a ride to Nashville? Yeah. All right. We're going to start with episode five. It's called Move It On Over, Bitch. Nope. The bitch isn't in there, but it feels like it should be, right? There is not enough cussing in this show for how sassy everybody is. Exactly. Agreed. Um, it aired on November 7, 2012. Has an IMDb rating of 7.2, which is up 0.1 from the previous episode. Has 6.07 million viewers, which is up 0.33. I agree with all these numbers because I think this was my favorite of the three episodes. Um, even though episode seven kind of has a culmination of the entire plot line, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, I would say the summary is Avery plays the guitar too well. Juliet and Deacon team up against drug use and Raina writes a song all by herself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start off with Gunner and Scarlet, what they're up to. Good. Because I want to get this Avery bullshit out of the way. <laughs> I hate him so much. Yeah. he. I was kind of on the fence with him before these episodes. And I was just like, no, I hate him. He's and garbage. You were right. Uh, so Haley, who is AKA Daisy Johnson from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., tells Gunner she wants to keep things cashmere sweater. Um, Gunner and Scarlet are going to play in front of Lady Annabellum's producer in order for Lady A to play one of their songs. So Haley is like, yo, Gunner, we're just going to be like cash. We're just going to have cash sex and it's we're not going to be awkward. And then he's just like, okay. Uh, no, he's like, <laughs> but like I want things to be able to be awkward. That's later. Spoiler no, alert. is it? Yeah. <laughs> Who fuck? Then why'd they talk about it twice? I don't know. They're stupid. They do that a lot. But then Gunnar and Scarlet are asked to like, you know, display their songs. So Scarlet asks Avery to come help and play guitar um, because they need like a second guitar to round out their sound apparently. Yeah, that makes sense. But It does also, make sense. But also it didn't make sense that it was like, we need an extra guitar player today. And Avery was like, well, I'll do it. And I'm thinking... Why didn't they already have somebody lined up? Yeah, it was weird to me that it was on Scarlet and Gunner to find a third yeah. one. And that they didn't just have a studio. Like a studio musician that they like could just like it. rent out for like an hour. Yeah, agreed. It was weird. Um, some things happened just uh, for plot reasons. But as soon as Scarlet asked Avery because he did something she wanted to, they furiously make out. And it, when I say furiously. No, it was disgusting. It was gross making out. It was awful. Like 
like saw their tongues more than I think on most television programs I've ever seen. Just it maybe they didn't know how to kiss each other was part of it. I think like because I think all we've seen so far is like baby like pecs. Yeah, and then, maybe and then it was like, like blah, 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 blah. and then maybe like light tonguing. Maybe, but like, this was straight up just like my tongue is inside your nose right now. Yeah. Um. It's too aggressive. It's not good. Um, so Scarlett and Gunner and also Avery play their song in front of the important people. And it gets real dramatic because Avery plays guitar real good, uh, which is also something I didn't get. Uh, like, okay, he is stealing the spotlight a little bit, but the guitar sounded good. I'm I don't know. I'm assuming he just kind of like went off the cuff and like the music was detracting from the lyrics, which is what they were trying to sell. Okay. Good point. Um, so later, Gunner and Avery argue because Gunner is mad. Avery tried to steal the spotlight. And Avery is pissed that Gunner and Scarlett seem to be into each other. Even though Scarlett like, is literally like erecting a giant pedestal c- constantly for Avery to hop up on. Yeah. Like, she-, she likes him more than she should. Like, honestly, not just, not just because he's kind of a garbage dude, but, like, it you shouldn't, very- like, worship anyone that much She's in a relationship codependent yeah and like i'm in a relationship where me mm-hmm. and take a shot and where <laughs> me and my so are uh-huh. up each other's assholes yep. all the time yep but it's equal at least that is fair exactly that is fair it's i yeah i cannot give you much shade like i mean i'll yeah shade because cash. it's funny yeah um no but, i'm aware but i'm not gonna actually give you guys too much shade because it's not like you're it's worshiping like, him yeah, or vice versa it's not like you're pulling me aside and being like Listen, you care about him way too much and he does not give a shit. It's not that. It's equal. But in this case, Scarlett is like so into him and Avery is into Scarlett when it's convenient for him to be. It's so uncomfortable. It's bad. Which I mean like props on the writers for like writing something that makes like illustrates that this is bad. Because a lot of times I feel like there's the like relationship worship and we're supposed to be okay with it. Yeah. You know, and it's always a bit icky. It's very much just like, ugh, it's just icky. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to think, like. Like, of an example? I mean, it's. I mean, like, I can think of an example, but it's later on in the episode. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll get back to yeah. it. Um, so, Haley comes in and saves the day, like she does on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, <laughs> I'm going to continue to <laughs> reference her from that. Well, uh, she's, a good thing she's only on seven episodes. No. Yeah. She's so cute. Because when I looked her up on the last episode, yeah. it said she was only on seven episodes. Shit. I love Chloe Bennett so much. Is She's hilarious on Twitter, too. Is that her real name? Mm-hmm. Okay. She was like a pop star, but like in Korea, I think. <laughs> Let me look it up. Because like straight up, I know she is mixed. Okay. Let me look it up. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth um, because I love Chloe Bennett so much, but I want to make sure. She was born Chloe Wang. So that seems to support my hypothesis. Okay. Um, It's not my hypothesis. I've looked her up before. Okay. Uh, she Her dad's Chinese-American. I guess her mom's just white. 
she has two adopted brothers. One's African American, one's Mexico Mexican Filipino. One's Mexico. One is Mexican Filipino. Uh, she moved to China to pursue a singing career under the name Chloe Wang. Um, How'd she do? Hold on, I'm looking at it. She released her debut single "Uh Oh" in both English and Mandarin, followed by "Every Day in Between" solely in English. Uh, she then moved to L.A. She was a host for the short-lived Teen Nick summer dance series, The Nightlife. I surprisingly um, have not heard of that. Then she changed her name to Chloe Bennett after having trouble booking gigs with her last name. Then she got signed to Nashville. Then she got signed to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's kind of shitty, right? That she couldn't get jobs because her last name was Wang. Well, I mean, it's the same way that, like... I mean, I know people change their names all the time, but the fact that she had to because she had a Chinese last name is very shitty. I mean, yeah, it's shitty. Um, I'm looking up her song because I want to hear it. Right now? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay, we want the English version for sure because I don't know Mandarin. Is this the video? Yeah. Sounds like it. Oh no. Uh, I don't know if her if her voice is that bad. No, it could be way worse. But the song is pretty garbage. No, that's pretty bad. Um, do we hear her sing on Nashville? You think? I don't. Mm, maybe. Let me. S- Chloe Bennett singing Nashville. I just want to know, um, if she does. If we have anything fun to look forward to. Yeah, because well, we'll get to it later. But we had an ancillary character just sing. Um, Who? we'll get to it. Oh, yeah. Tim Tebow. Yeah. Tim Tebow. Um, no, it doesn't look like she sings shit. Okay. Anyway, back to it. Sorry. That was our Chloe Bennett hour that we take each week. Oh, you know what? I noticed this episode. Though? What? Gunner is not that good of a singer. No, he's not great. No, he's not the best, but he's not the worst. Um, it's just incomp- since he always teams up with Scarlett, she's a good singer. Yes, she is a good singer. And then Bad I'm just like, voice, sir, though. Mm. <laughs> um, so Haley comes in and saves the day. Like we said, uh, Scarlett heard the whole thing of Gunner and Avery fighting. Um, Gunner and Scarlett run into each other at the Bluebird to pick up their paychecks. Question, Kelsey, why the hell are they still working the Bluebird if they have like a real like writing job well realistically they probably don't like they haven't sold any of their songs yet oh you right yeah you right that seems to make the most sense okay so they don't get like salary or hourly commission or anything Mm. they well they get commission based on songs they sell that seems to make the most okay well all right i'll take that um i have not looked it up but that's no that makes sense um Scarlet tries to clear up that there's nothing going on between them. 
Um, Between her and Gunner. To Gunner. Yeah, to Gunner. And Gunner's like, earlier when he was fighting with Avery, he said, we're acting because we're trying to sell a love song. Like, I'm not actually yeah, into her. Which... He's kind of lying a little bit, but like But also it also doesn't make sense where if she had heard it, why she would have been like, there's nothing going on. And then he would have been like, yeah, I fucking told yeah, your boyfriend. I know. Um, but then she becomes a weird beard when he's like, yeah, me and uh, Haley are hooking up. And th- Well, that's probably just because she's like, oh. No, no. It, it, we were meant to kind of see like her. Nah. Nah, I mean, she she got jelly a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I I know, I know that's what she was <laughs> trying to portray. Right. But I also don't think she's that great of an actress. <laughs> nah. Um, Scarlet comes in and tells Avery that they didn't get the gig because the background guitar hijacked it. Um, and then for a minute she seems maybe done with the ship, but also not at the same time. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You want it all about you, but I told them I want you." And it's like, what? It, it, I. <laughs> what she's like you try to make it all about you because you feel like i guess she was like you feel like there's something going on with me and gunner yeah but i've clearly chosen you every single time right and you're still trying to make me like you but i still am choosing you you garbage can yeah um gunner tells Haley that he wants things to be complicated (laughs) and they make out yeah and no he wants things to have the chance to get complicated oh gotcha uh, Juliet and Deacon uh, during this episode. Juliet and her band are recording and it is not a great song. Everyone is tired because Juliet doesn't want to go home yet because her mom is at home and her mom's druggy and obnoxious. Um, she's pushing everyone to keep going even though Randy, the Randy recorder, because he's Randy. No, he's so creepy. Um, <laughs> tries to talk her out of it. Deacon offers his former attic services to help her mom, but Juliet refuses. Finally, she goes home because, like, she gets offended that Deacon wants to help. I have this, yeah. 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 Um, This is not relevant to the plot, but I always, I struggle with this show in the same way I struggle with Teen Wolf. Okay. Because the character's name is Deacon. Yeah. But sometimes the way they pronounce it, it sounds like Deacon or Deaton. Yeah. And there's a character on Teen Wolf named Deaton. Yeah. And sometimes it sounds like Deacon. Yes. So huh. I'm just like, I know it's right. one of them. Right. Um, Julia walks into her house and things are too quiet. She finds her mom strung out with a drug man. She kicks <laughs> the drug man out. A drug man. <laughs> I mean, it's that's just what a, he is. a man made of drugs. Uh, and then she fights with her mom in front of strangers, which, hey, Kelsey, how the fuck are there strangers just walking around on the side of the road confused and like seeing her fight with their mom when we have established that there's a gate to keep people out at Juliet's place well are they at are they by the gate no they're at the front door where the fuck did those people come from is she hosting the easter egg hunt on her lawn like, why are there just random strangers at her house? I, d- I think one of them was, like, her... Yes, yes. Blah, blah. Right. And but there I'm were plenty of other... I think I saw a child. <laughs> I think I saw a mother grab a child's hand. I don't know. <sighs> I get really annoyed with that. Because I, I was like, know. literally, last episode, we had the whole thing of her mom can't get in because there's a gate. Fuck that gate now. <laughs> like, uh Anyway. Um... So the random guy who's with Juliet, he's maybe her security guard, but he's dressed pretty casual. Was it like mere sweater? Uh, I, 
he may have been her driver because he drives her later. I don't know who he is. Um, but she. I don't know. There were like a quite a few new just characters. Like characters this, that we were like, all right. Sequence of episodes where I was just like, who I are you? I think I processed the name of one new character, but yeah, and I don't even remember the way they was. introduced them. Is like, oh, they're here now. Not like, oh, what's up, Bobby? You know, there's none of that. Like, oh, this person is coming into the show now. And then you're it's just this person has always existed in the world. You have to figure out who they are. It, they're basically pulling a Buffy. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen Buffy. At the beginning of season five, yeah, they very much just, they give Buffy a 12-year-old sister. Oh, yep. Nope. I've heard about Michelle this. Trachtenberg. Yeah. And everybody's just super chill about it. And like, everybody's like, hey, remember when that thing happened and Faith was being a dum-dum, like her not contributing? And I'm like, where? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they yes, they explain it later, but still, it's very much like... What are you doing? What are you doing? You just want Michelle Trachtenberg to be here. Basically. And I don't. Um, So the the random guy, though, tells her that maybe her mom needs to hear it from someone else, that she needs help. Um, Deacon shows up at Juliet's place to attempt to talk to to Jolene, Juliet's mom. Uh, Again, this is where I reinforce my thought, where Deacon's not a shitty guy and he's just trying to be your friend as well. Yep. I actually have this written down. Deacon, as much of a shitbag as he can be, yeah, is truly he's actually a, a, a good guy. He's a good guy. He yeah. makes kind of garbage decisions. Yes. But, um, but he is inherently a good guy. The thing is, like, his bad decisions are kind of personal demons. You yeah. know, like, he makes bad decisions because he was hooked on alcohol and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, his, like, sexual life, he doesn't necessarily make the best decisions. But still, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, that clearly hasn't affected his relationship with anyone else. Right. So, he talks Jolene into going to rehab. Uh, Julia and Deacon take Jolene to the rehab place, which I'm realizing now, as I wrote it in my notes, that's just rehab. The rehab place (laughs) is just called rehab. Um, The rehab building. (laughs) Um, Jolene starts to freak out and is like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. She slaps Juliet and Saying, you can't make me do this. And I was like, where the hell did this come from? Which was very telling because Juliet did not react. She was just mm-hmm. like, I knew this would happen. Yeah. And then later, Juliet and Deacon talk on a porch because it is Nashville um, about how Juliet feels like she has no friends. She also reveals that her mom has hit her a couple times before. Yeah. Um, Deacon talks to Coleman. I think this was also the point in time where I was just like, there's too much character development for me to not be emotional. Right. Um, Deacon talks to Coleman, the congressman, about being thankful for going to rehab. Remember that Coleman is Deacon's NA sponsor or AA. We're still not sure. Either way, it's his, like, counselor. Right. Uh, Deacon reveals that he wanted to take Jolene's pills, which had fallen out of her purse at the rehab place. Um, he did. He did take it. He did it. take it, but what I mean is he wanted to, like, consume them. Yeah. But he gives them to Coleman instead, which I thought was a non-important thing, which becomes the biggest thing ever no. in the next two episodes. No, I was just like, some shit's going to happen. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. I knew it. I did not. Uh, Deacon performs at the Bluebird, and this is the first time I noticed that his guitar strap says his own name. <laughs> And then I noticed it in every single episode. No, I noticed it. And then I'm like, you're 40 fucking five. Yeah. And it literally 
I don't know. Did it just start this episode? I hope not. I hope not. But uh, I also kind of hope so. It's literally like when you get your first acoustic guitar and mm-hmm. your parents are like, we got you this monogrammed guitar right, strap. Right. And you're 12 and you're like, everybody will know it's mine. A drunk guy in the audience shouts at Deacon from the crowd that he likes it better when Raina sings. And Deacon's like, ha me too, buddy. So he just deals with his, what are those called when they shout from the crowd? Hecklers. Hecklers. Could not figure out the word when I was writing my notes. You just couldn't think of it? Uh, yeah. So Deacon gets in a fight with his heckler. I have troll in my notes, which <laughs> kind of applies. Well, that's more internet-based. Yes. Uh, outside, the like guy's like, hey, sorry, man. I just blah, 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 Like, sorry, man. I had a little too much to drink. A little too much. Hey, look at me right now. And then Deacon just punches him. Raina gets a call from jail from Deacon. She rejects that shit. She's not putting up with it. Uh, but Juliet is. She picks Deacon up from jail. And then Juliet moves to a new house because she says her mother tainted the old one. <laughs> wow. Must be nice to have that much money. No, I loved it because she was just like, I want to leave. You've still got two years on the lease. I don't care. I don't care. I wear my dresses super tight. I get to do whatever the fuck I, I want. I swear. Ha- she did you said notice something? how tight her dresses are sometimes? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. short? Oh, I, yeah. There's. Okay. It's in like the last episode we watched, but there was a point where I was like, how am I not seeing anything? No, the close up at the end of the last episode. Yeah. I was just like, okay, Raina was right in stating that she should try to tuck those babies in. Yeah. But like also like wear what you want, like chase your bliss, like whatever. That's fine. Like doesn't matter. It was you cute. You be you. But, but still. like, I was shocked at how short her tight yeah. dress was like Cooch almost escaped. <laughs> It almost ran out and attacked the crowd. Anyway, um, Raina and Teddy. Raina is trying on a dress while Becky. Nope, not Becky. Be- Bucky. Oh, Bucky. Bucky Barnes, I, the Winter Soldier. I, I these episodes. <laughs> I like Bucky. I like Bucky too. He's very much like on Raina's side. He's yeah. not like a shit manager or right. anything. He's just like, I know you don't want to do this. But, but you got to do it, Raina. But then he's also just like, told him you aren't going to do it. And then she's <laughs> like, let's do this. And he's like, fuck yeah, high five. I'll do what you say. I'm Bucky. It's Barnes, great. the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I watched that movie yesterday. Really? That's a good one. It was on FX. Mm, FX, we have the movies. They do have the movies. Is that their slogan? It used to be. Now, okay. now it's Captain America, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and American Horror Story. That's their slogan? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, then their slogan is, we have American Horror Story and also the strain, I guess? <laughs> we have the strain for one more season, we promise. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's almost done. God, it's so bad. Um. So, uh, Bucky, again, is trying to make her do the Greatest Hits album just because that's what the label wants her to do. She's just like, no. Nah. And he's like, okay. All right. Teddy calls. He's doing a debate with Coleman. Uh, Raina tells Bucky she wants her album to be great and she needs a new guitar player. Teddy and Peggy, uh, Kimberly Williams Paisley. Oh, when I was on Hulu today, yeah, like watching these episodes on a commercial, it played like a very Brad Paisley con- like commercial, and I was like, <laughs> it's reading what you watch. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Teddy and Peggy apparently did some money stuff bad. I don't know. I Like, at this point, I just want to know if they're banging or not. At, yeah, at this point, like, I, I don't was, fucking care about their money shit. At this point, I was very confused with what their relationship was or had been. Right. 
Uh, which they were purposely being shady with it, but instead of making me interested, they made me not care. They made me angry. Right. Uh, Raina is filming a commercial that looks just like a music video, but apparently it's a commercial. Well, realistically, like, they're playing the song over it, and then they're going to be filming her singing the song in, like, seven different locations and, like, insert it. Yeah, but still. But that was, but they didn't know which. There was no product. Uh, they they said early, they said later on it was a makeup beauty. Yeah, product. but why wasn't she using the product or showing the product? Because uh, she's just dancing in okay, that shot. Okay, whatever. Uh, oh, you're saying they haven't filmed the shot with the yeah, product yet? Exactly. Okay, sure, fine. Although I like that. The song they used was called American Beauty. It was perfect. Uh, Bucky tells her that Deacon's lawyer called uh, Deacon's mad because she changed the lyric in the first verse to better like suit the commercial. And uh, Deacon does not like that. Because that was a song they co-wrote. Right. Uh, Teddy debates with Coleman and Coleman goes after the silver spoon background of Teddy. Again, I don't know how much I care about this political shit. Uh, Raina goes to speak with Deacon about changing the lyrics, but he's being stubborn. He doesn't want to sell out. Things are super tense. I, I liked Raina in this, though, because she's just like, I don't want to do it either. I need money. Yeah, exactly. No, it makes perfect sense. Raina talks to Bucky about maybe just writing by herself. Uh, Teddy tells Lamar Ugh. the full truth about the real estate deal, and I don't really know what happened or care, but Lamar has a bigger hold on Teddy now. Like, um, I don't really understand what it is. Again, don't care that much. Just know that they did something Do you not understand what happened with the real estate deal? Yeah. He, him and Peggy embezzled $2 million from the company. Okay. To try to keep it afloat. Which doesn't make sense. It now might, that you say it, does exactly. it? Exactly. Right. But then, and then they, like, made it to where, like, they could pay it back and everything was fine. But they're just like, they're yeah. going to find it. Um, so uh, Teddy and Raina are both up at 2 a.m. He, uh, he, because he was trying to fix election shit, her, because she's trying to write a song. Teddy asks her why she canceled the tour with Deacon, but instead of asking, he accuses her of sleeping with Deacon and asking her if she wanted to, which, gross. yeah, like that's a shitty way of handling it. Like, oh, you fucked him, didn't you? It's like, are you two sleeping together? Uh, wh- no. no, she's literally like, like do you, she's me. like, do you think I would do that? And he's just like, do you want to? And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, that's an asshole thing. <sighs> um, So Lamar meets with Peggy in a dark car at night and he tells her to just listen to him um, and everything will be all right. Teddy warns Lamar against going negative, but Lamar says it's the only way to win. Teddy says, I want to win. Uh, Bucky likes Raina's song that she wrote, but then Deacon lets the other song go, so she's able to use it. Uh, Peggy and Teddy are relieved that they passed the audit, um, and while they're, like, talking to each other on the street, like, touching hands, a photographer snaps pictures of them hanging out. Um, this, do you have anything else about this episode? Um, there was a quote Uh that I thought was very funny uh-huh it was um when coleman was talking about teddy uh-huh. he said the only thing teddy conrad has ever done is inherit money and lose it yep and that super made me think about donald trump hashtag not political no <laughs> hashtag but like i was just like hashtag the election is tomorrow once this is released oh god um, it's almost over, guys. And then Lamar, Stay strong. And then Lamar being like a major creepo. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, I'll make sure Peggy feels safe. Yeah, which seems gross. Uh, so the uh, songs this episode were Yelling from the Rooftop by Juliet, American Beauty by Raina James, Loving You is the Only Way to Fly by Scarlet Gunner and Avery, Sideshow by Deacon. What was your favorite of the episode, Kelsey? I guess Sideshow. Mine was Loving You is the Only Way to Fly, Scarlet Gunner and Avery. I just like their sound. I also did. I, think, I do too. Best. I didn't hate that song. I liked... I've noticed I like the lyrics to Deacon songs. Yes, but the way he sings them mm -mm. are kind of bad. I'm not super into it. Yeah. Um, it's like... An what's funny is we can both agree that like Juliet and Raina songs are always kind of like meh. Yeah. Meh. It's just like they're okay, but it's very much just like, okay, that's expected. Right. Um, Hold on. I had Waffle House for breakfast, and so like I'm burping, but trying to avoid doing it into the mic. That's fine. If you want, I'll burp into the mic and be nope, super Nope, don't gross. do that. Uh, episode six is called You're Gonna Change or I'm Gonna Leave. Aired on November 14th, 2012. Has an IMDb rating of 7.5, which is down 0.3. Uh, viewers, 5.93 million, which is down 0.14 million. Summary, Juliet ends up making a pass at a quarterback. Tim Tebow a pass at a quarterback. No, I get it. I got the football joke. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scarlet Gunner, Avery, and Deacon run into a cougar and Raina gets drunk. Um, <laughs> I like drunk Raina. Yeah. Okay, so Raina and Teddy and Coleman, I'm like comboing some people together just where it makes sense. That's fine. Uh, but in episode seven, like everything is so connected that I didn't split them like I normally did. So we'll yeah. see how well that goes. Um. Okay, so Raina plays her new song for a suit who digs it. Uh, she wants to work with a new producer, and then the dude one that's not like approved by the label. No, right here, right here, she just says, "I want to work with a new producer." It's oh, not necessarily true. an uh, approved and, oh, one yeah. yet. And then they're just like, "That's cool. You, that's cool. He, you do. Your you manager's got G? a list of them of the producers of the, we can work with." Right. Uh, Teddy and Lamar. Nope. Tandy and Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> tell Teddy that they're going to have Coleman pulled over at a traffic stop to make him late for a campaign event Which, like, to make what? Teddy look better. Yeah, like, fuck that plan. Like, if he got there, he'd be like, sorry, I got Sorry, I was late. And everybody would be like, okay. <laughs> like, nobody be like, would be Or they'd be like, oh, what happened? And it's like, I got pulled over because I didn't turn my turn signal on. And they'd be like, oh, oh okay, shit happens. Yeah. You're good. Except for I didn't continue. Um, we'll get there. Raina asked Bucky to get her a meeting with a rock producer who has won a lot of Grammys, but doesn't necessarily know anything about country. Yeah, she was just like, he's won three Grammys. And her manager was like, but he hasn't won any CMA awards. And I'm like, who <laughs> fucking cares? He's yeah. won a Grammy. Right. Like the CMA. I don't give a fuck about a Grammy. Half of y'all couldn't even stomach me, let alone stand me. But Slim, what if you win? Wouldn't it be weird? Why? So you could lie to get me here? That's Eminem. I know. Um, <laughs> no, but like the CMAs are a big deal. No. <laughs> no. Yes. They've gotten to be more prominent. Beyonce was at the last one. Mm -hmm. She performed. With Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Because they performed a cover of Daddy's Little Girl. Yeah. Do you know there was a lot of backlash about You know they that? deleted it all from all their social media yeah because there were so many because there were cma fans. racist country fans that were like no she's black and i'm well, like well okay here's the thing though she's black and dixie chicks hated george w bush and like because remember there was yeah. a period of time where dixie chicks would not be on the radio because they spoke out against the president which like what 
Yeah. Like the fact that like you think all artists have to have a homogenous view is like crazy, well, right? Well, it's not even that. It's just like country music fans. I love country music. Uh, also but, enjoy it. But it's not about the music most of the time. Yeah. Which is why when I was younger, this really talented artist, Gretchen Wilson. Yep. Was like really popular in like 2004. And Damn it, Lemonade's not on Apple Music. And then all of a sudden, she just like fell off the map because it came like she was an asshole in real life. Yeah. And then everybody was like, no, we're not going to support her music. So nobody <sighs> played her music. Which is so crazy. No, it was real stupid. Um, I'm looking at uh, Dixie Chicks albums now and adding them to my Apple Music. No, that's fine. Um, because they're very good. But yeah, yeah. So people were just like, I cannot believe the a black woman and also the person who the girls who spoke out against um George W. Bush are singing together on a stage. But like, oh my God, the Dixie Chicks are so fucking good. No, they're very good. Um. Have you heard Traveling Soldier, Kelsey? Yes. Oh, God. Cody, we, I feel like sometimes you forget we've been friends for almost five years. <laughs> and Yeah. And that, like, I'm always talking about how much I love the Dixie Chicks. Wide open spaces. <laughs> man, man, to make us things. We need new places. Spaces. Spaces. <laughs> shit i don't know you like how disappointed (laughs) uh anyway so yeah she he he hasn't won any cmas um which is a big deal in this right universe um so reina shows up to try and get liam who is the rock producer to produce her album but he rejects her because she is moms and suvs which he doesn't relate to do you know who liam is kelsey mcginnis his last name do, is McGinnis. Do you know the actor? No. For our Game of Thrones fans, he's Dario Naharis, um, on Game of Thrones. But Kelsey, remember the invitation? He is the creep dude in that. The new... Mm, the husband. The husband. New husband. New husband in the film The Invitation, which if you have not seen, audience, go watch that movie on Netflix. It's so good. Would you agree? I enjoyed it quite a bit. I guess. Yeah. Then again, I'm I'm very much not a huge horror fan. Right. But that did not scare me. Right. But it was good. Yeah, it was pretty. It was it's very good at building it's up, up at building up tension. Yeah. Which is like it makes you anxious. Bless you. Oh jeez. Um oh jeez. Um Raina shows back up to Liam's place the next day and she's persistent and it is enough to impress Liam and allow her to come in and actually talk with him. Yeah, because she's basically just like, yeah, I'm a mom. I have a minivan. I don't give a fuck. I want to do something new, and I feel like you can help me You know me who that. else is a mom? Beyonce. Beyonce. And she's she slays. Who's also a mom? That's <laughs> super baller. Sierra's a mom. pregnant currently. Oh, yeah, she with is. With Russell Wilson's baby. That's right. Who else? Can we think of other badass moms? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson fucking takes names. She's baller. You know who else has kids? Pink. Does she really? Yeah. Pink will just throw down. So, Weird. like, it doesn't even, like... No, I love don't Pink. Don't even mess with Pink. Um, um, I'm sure Whoopi Goldberg has kids. <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm off think track. She does. Um, <laughs> um, 
Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff has kids. Don't know that she necessarily takes names that no, she's often. Been, she's been doing some weird shit lately. Um, like, did you hear about our Halloween costume yes, fiasco? Yeah. I just. <laughs> that was not well, but well received. <laughs> no, I loved it though, because when she, because she was just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I'm like, so sorry. at least she owned it. She yeah, was just yeah, yeah. like, "Yeah, I fucked up," and her boyfriend was like. Yeah, we just we didn't think about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Angelina Jolie has kids. Ugh. She's you don't like her? Not so. She creeps me out. Really? I've seen her in one movie. What movie? I don't remember. What? Salt. Oh well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you should see her in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I've it's tried very to. Good. Wa- I think I watched part of it and then I was like, Brad Pitt. I don't find Brad Pitt attractive. Really? Really. So, like, that movie, sh- it was just a combination of, like, I don't give a shit about him. I don't give a shit about her. Yeah. <sighs> it's uh, not It's not anyone's fault. Um, Sorry, I found Pink's Greatest Hits album. <laughs> I bought that for my sister for her birthday one year. Um, I think. Because she'd, like. Fuck. Pink has some hits, though. Yeah. Damn, she's got some hits. <laughs> Who knew? Do you remember that one? Of course I do. You in your hand? <laughs> I forgot Don't about let that me get me. Good God, Pink, you're killing it. Oh, you want to hear? Is Trouble? Do I know Trouble? I. Mm, How does that one go? I don't know. I'm gonna play it. <laughs> okay. Just so I know. Okay. Well, nothing's playing. Uh, while I wait for that to play. You're trouble now. That's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, I know that song. Obviously. Um Okay, anyway. Sorry, we are getting way off track and we have to talk about three fucking episodes. Let's go. <laughs> um So, uh, Coleman gets stopped by the police and they act like he's being belligerent. I wrote well, he's no. being a belligerent. He's not belligerent. He's not at but all, but they're very cl- acting like he is. But because he's also like just let me move along. He you was. Know who I am. That was kind of shitty of him. Yeah, that's. And then I was just like, my dude. Like, yeah, just don't do that. Um. So, uh, Teddy signs the pledge to run a clean campaign, which isn't it ironic? <laughs> don't you think? Um. While I feel, but but to be fair, Teddy did not know that this was going to happen. Yes, he did. No, he not d- that he was going to be arrested, but he knew that this fucking traffic stop. Oh, we didn't say why he was arrested. Uh, I don't think we find out yet. It kind of yeah, goes we in do. And out. No, it comes off later. Whatever. Um, literally the next thing, Teddy finds out that Peggy is volunteering for his campaign, and then uh, the police find the drugs that Deacon handed off to Coleman in his car, and he gets arrested under like a narcotics charge. Yep, possession. Which is not great. Um, no, because he's perf. I love him. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Um. So, Raina and Liam are talking about how she wants to re-find her sound. They take a shot. Um, <laughs> Teddy gets mad at Lamar about the drug part of the stop, but Lamar pleads ignorance. He's like, how was I supposed to know that the dude would have drugs? Like, whatever. Uh, Raina wakes up with a hangover. <laughs> this is my favorite scene, just because she woke up and Teddy was like, how you feeling? And right. She, and she was just like, and then she just looked at her phone and just goes oh my god the fall festivals today it's the friggin fall festival (laughs) i have to make 
cupcakes. And then she's just like, I'm just going to go buy them. <laughs> Which was funny. No, I loved it because she's just like, oh, my God, it's the friggin' fall festival. The fall festival, Teddy. Did you know that there was a fall festival, Teddy? <laughs> yeah, she was very like, uh, yo, Kelly Clarkson also has hits, though. No, I love Kelly Clarkson so uh, much. Okay, sorry. I keep getting my life would suck without you. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Do I know any other songs from this? Oh, I know already gone. Um, I do not hook up. I do know that one, I think. Do I know this whole album? I think you should know that song. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. If I can't have you, do I know that one? Yeah, I think so. Don't cry. Do I know that one? Don't cry for me. Um, I don't think it's that one. Um, so, uh, Raina returns to Liam's. Oh, she also finds out that there's a narcotics investigation into Coleman. Yeah, and she's just like, what did my dad do? And Teddy's right. like, nope. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Raina... I don't know. I haven't spoken to your dad. Have we uh, met? Who? Who's your dad? <laughs> uh, Raina returns to Liam's place to find out what happened the other night and discovered that while drunk, she made a killer song. Um, Deacon goes to apologize to Coleman about the Oxycontin, uh, the fact that like he passed it off, and so now... And then Coleman... Again, amazing. He was just like, you know, uh, and then because Deacon was like, I'll say it was mine. And then Coleman was like, now, you know, that's a bad idea. The only way this will work out is if it's anonymous. And I was like, I don't know. Yes, that I love Coleman. Yeah, he's the best. Um, So a paparazzi man. Um, Paparazzo. You're right. That's the singular. Um. He offers the photographs of Teddy and Peggy to Coleman. Raina plays the song for the suit, but he gets mad once he finds out that Liam was the producer because Liam was a jerk to him once. Five uh, years ago. Five years ago. Raina basically tells him it's her, her way or the highway. And then the guy's like, nah, 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 nah. and then Raina is just like, okay, bye. Teddy gets a call asking for a comment about Coleman, and he says, no comment. Uh, Coleman debates with his wife about leaking the pictures of Teddy and Peggy and Coleman's wife tries to talk him into it. Yeah. And then he, Coleman's just like, we literally said we weren't going to do this. Right. Uh, next we have Juliet and Sean. Uh, Juliet's doing a PR stunt. Is that his name? It is Sean, but I'm saying Sean like, Oh, I guess he's a main character now. Um, Juliet's doing a PR stunt at a zoo. She meets a quarterback named Sean who is running the fundraiser. Uh, the zoo picture that she takes where a monkey like messes up her hair apparently has done wonders for Juliet's social media presence so her publicist wants her to go on a date with Sean the football boy, which Juliet reluctantly agrees to before jumping into a pool. The first thing I thought when this happened, I was just like, well, boo-hoo, you get to go on a date with a hot football player. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Get over it. Uh, Juliet and Sean are on the date, and Juliet brings up how bad he is at football to just drive in the point that she does didn't want to go on this date. Literally at this point, I uh -huh. was just like, this is just a fictional Tim Tebow. Yeah, it really was. He's very much a goody two-shoes boy mm -hmm. that like hasn't really ruffled any feathers, and he's not that great at He's not that great at football. He's not that cute. He See, the thing is, he's cute enough. Right. Which is Tim Tebow. Exactly. Yeah. You know what Tim Tebow does now besides playing fucking minor league baseball? <laughs> like talks on TV sometimes. He hosts a reality TV show on like HGTV. Oh, geez. I'm going to look it up because it is hot garbage. And my sister was like, it's such a good show. <laughs> and so I watched a couple episodes with her and I was like, no, it's not. What? 
it's a good show if you just it's watch like, TV it's all It's called day. like House or he- House for Heroes or some <laughs> bullshit like that. Oh, uh, okay. I, it, it, no, it's literally like they get people. It's like a competition. Yeah. They'll get like 10 people and be like, who do you want a ha- to build a house for? Yeah. And a then, hero. And, and then they'll pick like their personal hero or something like their parents or something. Right. And then each week they'll build a house or whatever. And then one person will get kicked off. And then surprise... Even though you get kicked off, your hero gets a new house. Right. But it's not their dream house or whatever. And also, all of the heroes at the end of the episode that didn't get the dream house live in the same goddamn neighborhood. Oh. What? So it's just literally getting plopped into a cul-de-sac with eight families you don't know, but you're like, so my kid was kind of a dick to your kid. That's so weird. You came in third. I came in eighth. Sorry. That's <laughs> so weird. It's so, it's the dumbest thing. Um, so, uh, Juliet gets impressed by how Sean is in a complete pushover and offers to take him out of here, here being the cafe that they're at or whatever. Yeah, they're like eating lunch. It's a day date. How embarrassing. Uh, Juliet finds out Sean doesn't drink at all, and then he shows her how cool he is by singing her song. Um, and <laughs> Oh my god. No, I thought this was so funny because he like grabbed a guitar and started playing. Yeah. And then she's just like, you know how to play guitar? And he's just like, I mean, there's not really much I can do when I stay in on Fridays and Saturdays. And then I'm like, that's not the only thing you do on Fridays <laughs> and Saturdays. Um, and he's got an amazing voice, which sure, whatever. Fuck hey, this shit. No, he doesn't. It's okay. It's okay. It's but for it, for the football boy character, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Um, Juliet gets him. Nope. <laughs> went back up a little bit. Juliet and Sean are at a club in Miami. They dance together very badly. Like, very badly. <laughs> like, very badly. Like, just really uncomfortably. It's bad. Uh, Sean and Juliet leave the club, and the paparazzi's a real asshole. Sean shoves him, which will end up being fine, I'm sure. The publicist is mad at Juliet because while she was trying to repair her image, she hurt it even more with this paparazzi bullshit. Uh, so Juliet tries to no, fix it. No, she didn't hurt hi- hers. She's starting she to hurt, hurt his, his. But now her association with him is bad. Oh, God. Like, he, never mind. He plays for the fucking majors. Tim Tebow does? Yeah. No, he doesn't. Wait, give me a second. He does not. It says he plays for the Mets organization. Yes, but it's their minor league team. Okay, cool. I was about to say, he is not that good. No. Uh, Juliet meets with a paparazzi and pays him off. Sean shows up at Juliet's door and asks her in for an inside date that's not outside. He was, she's it's just inside. like, she's like, are you asking me out? And he's like, I'm asking you in. My pants. Ugh, it was just <laughs> stupid. Uh, then we have Gunner and Scarlett and Avery and Deacon. Scarlett has covered Avery's rent for the month, but it's okay because Avery's about to meet somebody important. Avery performed. Do not show me a picture of Tim Tebow. I'm trying to <laughs> try not to throw <laughs> up. He's just not cute. Avery performs and then goes to talk to Reed, the important guy, but Reed doesn't really say anything. But while talking to Reed, he runs into Marilyn Rhodes, who offers herself, in more ways than one, we'll find out, to manage Avery and get him Reed's gigs of opening for the Lumineers. Yeah, Reed is like, I'm guessing, like the gig booker. Yes. I guess. And then. Marilyn is like, I'll be your manager. manager. Yeah. Avery brings over food that Scarlett made for Deacon to Deacon. Avery asks about Marilyn and Deacon tells him not to waste his money on a manager and that he'll handle it and make a call to Reed. 
Uh, Deacon runs into Marilyn and uh, like later at the Bluebird and tells her that she doesn't need to worry about signing Avery. They seem to have some sort of past, but we really don't know what's up yet. Uh, but Avery doesn't get the gig with the Lumineers. Later, Avery is at the Bluebird watching a band perform when Marilyn shows up. She gives him the offer again and then he refuses it, but then he decides to accept it. He's like, I'll meet you at your house at 8 p.m. Uh, Gunner invites Scarlett and Avery on a double date with Haley, a.k.a. Daisy Johnson, a.k.a. Sky, a.k.a. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. But she tells him that Avery can't because he's sitting down with Marilyn. But then Gunner is like, yeah, Deacon said <laughs> for Marilyn, <laughs> sorry, Deacon said for Marilyn to not sign him, and she gets pissed, and she runs to Deacon, because she's like, yo, you talking shit on my boy. Yeah, she's just like, oh, why do you not want him to be successful? Exactly. And Deacon tells her that Marilyn signs good-looking guys good under 30 yeah. once she bangs them. We see Avery and Marilyn make out, but he leaves before things get any further. Yeah, because he's like, I can't do this. Avery needs re- to go home to Scarlet. Right. Avery returns home and Scarlet goes off on him. And while he didn't do anything. Yes, he did. Yes. Okay. This is what I was getting at. Like it is still what he did was still bad. Yeah. But she. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because it's a complicated situation. It's basically she's just like Deacon told me what she does. She acted like Avery should have known what was going to happen before it did. And that's why she was mad at him. And I don't feel that that was necessarily fair. But I mean, like, he should have been at least wary if he was going to be, like, drinking with her at her home. Yes. Yes, that is fair, I suppose. Um, So she gets mad that he thought about doing it like thought about entertaining it um so scarlet shows up at deacon's door brokenhearted she's gonna live with uncle d the guitar playing porch sitter because <laughs> literally this scene was weird she's like i'm living with you now no he's and deacon was on the porch with his guitar she's like i'm gonna li- live with you now that? i don't know she said I some just, shit i just remember she was just like talking to him and she was upset and then he was just like you can stay however long you want. And okay, like, so that's what? what happens. And she walks into the house and then he goes, like it's just like weird. Kind of uh, like the Seinfeld theme. Yep. Uh, then Avery shows up at Marilyn's place ready to do the dirty deed, I suppose. And that's where the episode ends up. He's like, here is my young nubile body. Take it from me, Ugh. Marilyn. Uh, you have anything else about this episode? Uh, when Coleman's wife was trying to convince him to like smear campaign Teddy, yeah, she said, "Sometimes I just write down random ass right, 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 right. quotes. Sometimes you have to do a little wrong to do a greater good." <laughs> yeah, good phrasing. <laughs> um, okay, so the songs this episode were "Kiss" by Avery, "Love Ugh. Like Mine" by. I, mm, I actually didn't hate "Kiss." Yep. Uh, Love Like Mine by Juliet and Sean Buried Under by Raina My favorite song of the episode was Kiss Yeah it wasn't terrible No 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 other times I've been like Ugh but then this song I was like okay no nah, it's a good song That yeah. style was a lot better than what he's Done in the past Alright let's keep it rolling Episode 7 Lovesick Blues aired November 28, 2012 IMDB rating of 7.6 Which is up 0.1 Viewers 5.69 down 0.24 Didn't write a summary because there's just too much shit going on 
Uh, let's just go. Raina and Liam listen to a song. Raina's pumped about it. Bucky tells Raina that her label, again, is asking for a Greatest Hits album. Raina decides that she's going to perform one of her new songs at the label anniversary party. Which is apparently a big hullabaloo every year. Uh, yeah. Uh, through all of Nashville. Juliet and Sean make out at her house, and she invites him to her label anniversary. Juliet finds out that Sean's fans are mad and thinks she's ruining his performance at football. Again, this is the Sierra Russell Wilson thing. Mm-hmm. Have I told you about that? Yes. About, like, the GoFundMe account? I didn't know about the GoFundMe. There was a GoFundMe account that, like, a super intense Seahawks fan yeah. was doing where he was like, I want to raise $50,000 to pay Sierra to break up with Russell Wilson because this last guy she dated was a f- baseball player or something, uh-huh. and he got kind of shitty when they started dating, and now he's better that they're broken up. So maybe... <laughs> Jesus. Also, Russell Wilson is not on the backslide. Right. He's good. Yeah, so sure. I don't know. <laughs> I believe you. But still, it was just very... I think uh, it's been out for maybe like a year or two. Yeah. And he's raised like ten dollars. <laughs> That's funny. Because everybody's like, "You moron!" Right. Like, can you imagine if you were Sierra? Hey, here's fifty thousand dollars. Can you get divorced, please? And right. she's like, "Nah, dude." I'm yeah. Dead. Uh, Avery and his band are playing at a big venue because his banging was so good. Oh. Uh, he's just the <laughs> grossest human. Avery is being whiny about Scarlett, and Marilyn tells him to keep her his eyes on the prize. Which is her vagina? Yep. Uh, the suit, his name is Marshall Evans, but I'm just going to continue calling him the suit forever. That's fine. I didn't remember <laughs> his name. Right. He's meeting with Juliet and tells her that she is only performing one song solo and one song at the end with Raina. I guess it ends up just being one song at the end with Raina. But he, uh, he's like, your image is pretty bad. Our label can't have that right now. Um, Raina's family is about to do a family movie night. Coleman calls Teddy and tells him that they need to meet. So he dips out on family night, but they need GAF because they can watch a chick flick. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. All right, girls. Chick flick. Oh. Uh, Deacon is performing at the Bluebird while Scarlett walks around sad and half crying. (laughs) Gunner walks. Like an idiot. (laughs) Like an idiot. Gunner walks over to her to comfort her. Scarlett is worried that she made the biggest mistake of my life. (laughs) And she apologizes for them not writing songs lately. Uh, Which is fine. It's not like they're literally losing money because they're not doing it. Coleman tells Teddy that he's expecting Teddy's withdrawal because of the pictures that he has. He's like, I believe you're not having an affair, but I don't think it, anyone else will, which is like kind of a dope line. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I honestly think Coleman and Raina just get the best lines. Yep. Everyone else gets like those shit like 24 year olds. I like Deacon's lines sometimes. <laughs> uh, so Juliet is still in shock that she's going to have to perform with Raina, but she doesn't really have a choice. Teddy talks with Tandy and Lamar, and Lamar says that he can't withdraw from the campaign, but he has to tell Raina that the storm is a-brewing. Deacon tells Scarlett that he's going to put her and Gunner on the guest list for the anniversary show to get her out of the house after a breakup and to keep her from moping about. Apparently, he is in charge, kind of, as the band leader of the show. Raina shows up for show practice, and Deacon... Her and Deacon awkwardly catch up. The suit gives Raina the choice to either perform with Juliet or her greatest hits album gets released and not a new one. Which, are they allowed to release an album like that without her permission? Yes. The label has full control of all of that stuff. 
Um, Raina calls Bucky uh, and says she'll perform with Juliet if she gets to release her new album, produced by Liam. Juliet looks out from on the stage. Deacon comes up and talks to her about how cool performing in this venue is because it's basically their analogy to the Grand Ole Opry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juliet's worried that she's a flash in a pan. What? That's what she says. I know that's a phrase. Don't know what it means. Is it like uh, gold mining? Like oh, yeah, thing? probably. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That's it, a it's probably exactly like that. It's people thinking they see gold, but it's not actually gold. Yeah. That's probably exactly what it means. Um, Haley shows up, and I guess her and Scarlett are going to like do dress up. She just shows up to Deacon's front porch. God, they're on the porch a lot. It's fine. It's because <laughs> they don't want to have to pay to like shoot in the house. Right. And so um, she just shows up with a bunch of clothes and was like, mic over. <laughs> uh, Raina and Juliet meet and Juliet is rough, but Raina gives it right back. They're just kind of assholes to each other. But they're very much just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. We got to do it. We know we don't like each other. It's right. fine. Um, so Haley and Scarlett are, do get dressed up, but they're also going to a bar. Um, Gunner sees Scarlet and is like losing his mind, but Haley is right there. And oh my God, Haley's so attractive. No, she's so cute. Like, shut up. You've got to like, uh, I mean, Scarlet, I mean, I, no relationships aren't just based on attractiveness. So if like you feel a connection with Scarlet, like whatever, but if it's literally like Haley dresses up and now you, I mean, Scarlet dresses up and now you're like, Oh, she's following her. Like, you've got Haley right there you fucking dog whistle um anyway I keep getting texts about like where I need to go vote <laughs> <laughs> like I've already voted text message man um did you do absentee ballot yup um where was I yet Juliet and Raina are not getting along at all and they have differing ideas about what would be a showstopper it seems like Raina wants to do a ballot at the end and Juliet wants to do like a upbeat like banger of a song which I agree with same Juliet like don't end on a ballad that's bad um Teddy calls Peggy to prepare for the coming storm and that there's no way to stop it Scarlet is dancing with a boy and Gunner gets overprotective Scarlet then gets pulled on stage and seductively sings ring of fire which is weird I down to the burning ring of I love Johnny. That's my vagina. Oh God! <laughs> like it, for real, it. She did sing it weird and sedu- like she sang it well, but she was like dancing seductively at the same time, right? It, yeah. Was I imagining she that? She was very. Yeah, this is flowy. not a visual medium, so flowy. people can't see what you're doing. But you know yes, what? I mean, yeah. I also don't look flowy because I'm in a blanket, basically. Right. Uh, Scarlet goes and kisses a boy, and Gunner steps in. Things get weird. Like Gunner, stay the fuck, stay in your lane, bitch. Like, get out, Gunner. Let her be her, you overprotective ass wipe. Yeah. I got, I like Gunner most of the time, but this weird, like, no, you're not allowed to talk to a boy like was weird. Like, weird jealousy. Yeah. Um, Juliet and Raina continue to clash, culminating in Juliet storming off. Deacon yells at Raina, and he's like, Juliet actually has talent. You just don't see it. And he's like, I mean, he's not wrong, I guess. Um... Juliet goes home and gets hot and heavy. I have with Liam. 
but that's not right with Sean. Sean. With yeah. Sean. But he gets but she gets pissed off because he won't bang her. He's saving himself for marriage. Which again, hello Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow. Uh, How are you today? And this was twenty twelve, which is Tim Tebow era for sure. Ugh, just ugh. Um Scarlet shows up at Avery's place, which of course is the worst thing that could happen because he's banging Marilyn. Um Raina shows up at Juliet's house with a potential solution. Her and Juliet just have to write a song instead of pick one. Which, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I don't know how much time they have, though. <laughs> apparently enough. Like, um, I don't know. Lamar meets with Teddy and basically proposes that the best way to come combat the current allegations is to just continue feeding the news cycle with more shit about Coleman. So it's like, hey, let's uh, let like let's look into his drug shit just so it's distracting. Um, Juliet and Raina spent the night writing and show up ready to perform. I'm sorry, I just looked at my notes and I wrote in all caps. Of course, you want to wait until marriage because you're Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marilyn is showing Avery around to people at the anniversary show, specifically to someone from Atlanta named Domino. Don't know if that's his Christian name. Um, Scarlet. <laughs> Scarlet tells Gunner that she's ready to write, though Gunner is acting like a bruised puppy. But Scarlet tells him that she's lucky she didn't lose Gunner, which, oh my God. She's just like, if I'd lose somebody, I'm glad it wasn't you. I don't care. Like, I want Gunner and Scarlet to just be friends. Like, legitimately. See, I wanted them to be together the first couple episodes until he got with Haley. And then I was like, okay, this fits better. This is healthier. Yeah. But, like,. Now, I know what's going to happen, but, like, I'm just wondering how... I need Scarlet to stop being such a fucking lap dog. Yeah. Like, get some agency. She just can't be alone. Yeah. Um, Sean shows up at the venue to bring Juliet flowers. So sweet. He reveals in this moment that he's saving himself. Yeah, he's just like, I would love... I would like nothing in the world than to make love to you. But I respect (laughs) you and, like, All 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 other women enough to want to save myself for marriage. And Which I, is a weird and she argument was like, she for was saving like, yourself for marriage. She's like, really? It's okay. like they didn't want to go super Christian. He was just, ba- they were just trying to make him be like, I like, I just respect women too much. I don't want to take advantage of which them, which if, is good. Which is good, but if the woman wants it, that's not taking advantage. I just, I wish they had, like, honed in more on his actual beliefs. Right, but I think they're very much, like, trying to appeal to the whole audience, so they're that's, not going to put religion into that's it. That's fine. Even though, but like, it doesn't sh- really make sense unless he's like, my Christian beliefs are that I shouldn't do this. Or not even Christian, if he had just been like, I don't want to sleep with anybody until I'm married. Yeah, the fact that he made it about, the fact that he made himself a feminist hero by not having sex with her was very bad. Like, I just wish he'd been like, I just want to wait until marriage because I want it to be special and something only me and my wife have. Exactly. And I'm like, cool, cool. That would have been fine. But no, you just wanted to make it awkward and make me feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, The suit introduces the anniversary show and I, wow, he's a dork. (laughs) Um, in the dressing room, Raina notices Teddy seems stressed out, but he doesn't tell her the truth yet. Raina and Juliet perform a song called Wrong Song, which is not like the thong song. I kind of liked it, though. It was cute. It's about, it's It's all about about a liar and a a cheater. Uh, they play nice. Hey, Kels, there's a literal fucking freeze frame at the end of this episode. Of just titties. 
I mean, yes, but also just like the fact that it like basically freezes with them triumphant, like singing a song together. But I was like, God, also, this is cheesy. They also had their arms around each other, which right. is again, it was cheese ball. I'm I'm glad though we got this because that was a good ending for this ep- like episode mm. of Binge Along. Yeah, I mean, it true. rounded it out very nicely. Yeah, because if this had been like. The first episode next week. It would have been weird. They yeah. take a break after this episode for that like makes two sense. episodes. That makes yeah, sense. It, felt it would kind have been of like, like, a, a, like a winter finale or something maybe. With only seven episodes, that seems short for a winter finale. But yeah, I don't know. Um, so or not a winter fin- like Yeah, like it was a just, winter break. It was just like a mid-season break. It was like football was coming on the next week. Uh, uh, Tim Tebow. Right. So the songs this week were In the Arms of a Jealous God by Raina. I thought you were just saying In the Arms of an Angel. And I was like, nope. Uh. Papa Writes to Johnny by Deacon. Love's Ring of Fire by Scarlet. I don't know. Maybe it was Love's because it was sensual. Maybe. Uh, and then Wrong Song by Raina and Juliet. What, what was your favorite this week? I, I guess Wrong uh, Song. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with that one. Even though it was very cheesy and not good. Yeah. But... All right, you ready for some reviews? Yes. God, we're going to have yes. to do these fast, and one of them is long as shit. We may just do one this week and get to the other one next week because it literally is a thousand questions. <laughs> but it's very funny. I just kicked your shoe. We'll just do the and one. And I thought it was your cat, and I got really scared. Uh, this is a three-star review from G.E. Malone. Um, he says, Nashville in name only. I guess it could be he or she says. Doesn't matter. Um. Okay, here we go. Whilst, you know it's good when the first word is whilst, W-H-I-L-S-T. Whilst hurting, whilst hurtling through the stratosphere on an airplane from Southeast Asia, I couldn't sleep, so I tuned into this TV series. My main reason, of course, is because of the brilliant, innovative Robert Altman film from last century. This is nothing like that film. Kelsey, do you know what that movie is? No. I haven't seen it. It's supposedly very good. Is it called Nashville? It's called Nashville. Is it about country music or country music stars at all? It is not, Kelsey. It is not. It's about a bunch of people that are about to like, or like there is like some kind of like political convention happening in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And it's about all like five people who are going to that and like just like vignettes almost of all their stories and how they connect. Literally nothing about country music. So fuck you for thinking that this was going to be the same thing. Anyway. I mean, continues. there are politics. I guess it's a little bit. Oh, it's filmed in Nashville, all right, and has some similar characters. If you like CW music, you will like this. And I did like some of the music. But mostly <laughs> it's pretty trashy. Not sure I really liked any of the characters. And by the end, in the second to last episode, I thought, these people are morons. I'm not watching season two or more. And of course, there was a shocking end to the first season. Hashtag spoilers. And I felt trapped (laughs) into watching more. Thank goodness for Wikipedia. Because I guess they just... They do like me. Yeah, read the rest of the season. Um, Fuck. I really want to talk about this other one, but it's so long. Okay, let's just do it fast. Uh, the Ups and Downs in Love, three-star review by Marcus Youssef on Amazon. Glamour and music are the backdrop to this insightful soap opera drama about what goes on in love relationships. Topics include, why does a man let himself stay loyal to an unavailable married woman? Is the married woman stringing him along? Is he addicted to her? 
How can a mother let go of her daughter when the mother herself has never been supported in her development? How can she make amends? Hold on. <clears throat> Will a young woman realize that her shoplifting habit is a cry for nurturance? Do we sometimes sabotage careers for fear of losing someone we love? <clears throat> can a childhood story or movie like Old Yeller anchor set the tone for a person's life? What the fuck is the rest of the season going to be like, Kelsey? If this person says it's that's one of the topics. Talking about Old Yeller? Yeah. An older man tries to control his daughter's mobility as a way of not being reminded of how his wife's mobility contributed to their marital problems. Can he discover another way to heal his sore spot and stop making her a proxy for an old memory? How much of a role do hormones play in love, attraction, and bonding? Do weakness and failure real or perceived lead to addictive behavior? How it's healing for a child to learn that their parent won't say that they are proud of them as a way for the parent to take credit for their child's accomplishments? All that you are and everything you've become is not because of me, in spite of me. Who you are and where you are, baby, that's all you. A great line from the show. We spend so much time trying to keep out the bad, we end up missing out on the good. In other words, how does denial of feelings block happiness in the present? A staple of love triangles, unrequited love, and splitting with some surprisingly good songs and beautiful country scenery. Three stars. Like, they went deep, and there was no reason to go that I deep. think they should have gone to, like, Yahoo Answers for that. Exactly. Not <laughs> That's not a review. No. That's the discussion questions in the at the back of the book for of a book that you're assigned to read for school. Yeah. Like it's, it's the discussion questions in the back of their eyes were watching God or to kill a mockingbird basically. Or like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Exactly. Mary Shelley's Bram Stoker's Dracula versus Frankenstein. Yo, fuck. There's also Van Helsing here. Abraham Lincoln also. <laughs> and also Abraham Lincoln Let's makes make a cameo. That movie. Yeah, we should. Um, okay, Kels, I think that's it. You ready to take her home? Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Kelsey underscore Mullins. You can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore. You can find this show at Binge Along on Twitter. And you can also find us on Facebook. You can find our parent network at Four Eyes Network on Twitter and Instagram. Also on Facebook. That is the best way to keep up with us and follow all the other shows that we have, which are Magic School Busters and Mark and Cody Review the Entire Universe. Um... I think that's it. Um, oh, we don't have a sign-off yet. Yes, we do. We do? No one will ever love you like we do. Oh, shit. You're right. Okay. Uh, I'm Gary Lansford. I'm Kelsey Mullins. This has been Geelong. And remember, no, no one, one will, will ever, ever love, love you, you like, like we, we do. do. Binge Long is a Four Eyes Podcast Network podcast. Four Eyes for your ears. Bye.